1: Came in my outfit, he said blink, we will send the house it I say wait, say I come, here I come, here I come, you boys be ready, cause say I come, here I come, here I come He said Jay, you better come out big Yo hands up, we got you surrounded, I'm in the back
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. Glad to be back here with you on 106.5 FM LP, Philadelphia. I'm Roy Burton alongside me as always my tag team partner one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine Saturday morning? Man, we made it. We made it, man. Oh, man. We made it. We didn't both we didn't both all the way make it yet. We getting there. One more step. You couldn't ask for one a, more step.
1: You couldn't ask for a better Weekend weather wise, life wise, to celebrate. Yes. Arguably one of the three best days of the year, in my in my uneducated opinion. I always say NFL <laughs> draft. NBA week one's pretty fun. Uh huh. But. Yeah. Nothing tops week uno.
2: Week one. Well, and we had we have, we have well, pre- no, 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 no. preseason that, week one. No,
1: that well, no, that's week zero. Gotcha.
2: you. Okay. That. Okay.
1: Because when you get the beautifulness of multiple NFL games, yes, sir, the channel that lets you watch multiple NFL games, sometimes eight at a time. Shout out Scott Hanson. This is why people love football.
2: What's what's why what's why people love football? What it is just, it, you got like explain no, this. Like it? What's it just, what's why like, people love football?
1: There aren't many like unifying things in life. Uh huh. They're not. And football, particularly Philadelphia Eagles football, yes sir, is one of them.
2: We are t minus twenty seven hours away from the Philadelphia Eagles taking the field for Week One of the NFL season. But like Chris said, people, you football unifies all of us, even though we may disagree on a lot of things. We all come together uh, to to watch. You know, as Dan Levitar calls it, you know, kind of like a religion, uh, the NFL. I know a lot of people said they were very upset about things that happened over the last few years. On or around the field, where, however,
1: whether boycott. How, how, however,
2: <laughs> on Thursday night, the ratings were up sixteen percent for that slop a of a of, game.
1: Roy, that's a lot of boycotting
2: for a slop of a game. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: This is why we have this discussion. Sometimes it's like whether we'll see the NFL f- slip in our lifetime. This is, and this is Exhibit A. Also, Exhibit A one is the invention of. Gambling on your telephone. Yeah, we're
2: going to talk about gambling. Uh, in the first block, our four for four segment, we have a lot of stuff to get to today. We'll get to the news, of course, of the day. Uh, well, the news of the day is probably that Antonio of the Brown situation. Um, Friday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it's that's the news of the weekend. We'll talk about that. Of course, we got to get into our Eagles back because the Eagles kick off the season on Sunday against the Redskins. But of course, as we always do before every season. The official <laughs> predictions, the Chris Domingo, fifteenth annual, something so. annual, fifteenth annual Eagles statistical predictions that are bound to go wrong. Tied out, reconciled, bound to go and, wrong. And,
1: and 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 this year, I went because because I always like to add a layer to my prognostication. We got layers. I go back and see, okay, because usually I won't say like what ranking they are, but I, I've gone to the last three years, okay, of team yards per game and mm. see where the eagles will rank
2: mm. so so we're gonna give you all that we got a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the broad street line as we always say sit back relax and take a ride on the broad street line because the future of sports talk radio is finally a ride it feels good to be back in the studio talking to you guys please catch up with us wherever we do shows on the dot or wherever you get your podcasts apple podcasts stitcher radio tune in player.fm Google Play, all sorts of cool stuff. Again, Stitcher Radio. Um, um, so, well, Stitcher Radio is our home, but you can find our podcast any and everywhere you get your podcast. So please check us out if you can. Also, give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. We're obviously talking football. a lot of football today. College football, pro football And, and, pro and, my, football this and my
1: periodic screenshots of NBA 2K20 playing with the Philadelphia 76ers.
2: And, of course, your periodic screenshots of you starting your Madden franchise over. <laughs> because no, things I happen. can't.
1: Like, I, at some point I'm going to have to create a rule that, like, since it's week one officially, yes. week one happened already, mm-hmm. I can't restart. I need to, like—
2: You're going to run this out. The yes. one, The one that you already started, you're going to run it out.
1: Well, no, I have like I played with the Texans because I like because I like their quarterback and like they actually have an offensive line that doesn't stink anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but I have to start the official one, the Eagles one. So,
2: so the official well, one starts today. Yeah, before I enjoy um, some uh, some drinks with some friends, some some libations later on. So yeah, so we have a lot of stuff to get to. Again, follow us on social media. Again, check us out wherever you get your podcast. Uh, four for four segment, but first before we four for four, hate to do this, but. I hate to get personal, on no, the show, no, 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 but I gotta no, thank no, you guys. I gotta no, you thank gotta everybody, get personal. gotta thank everybody out there for the overwhelmingly positive support uh, that you guys have given me on social media and all that good stuff, and phones, and t- texts, and tweets, and all that stuff. Uh, for those who do not know, I'll be part of the NBC Outsiders crew on NBC Sports Philadelphia. So after every Eagles post game live, you can catch me, Jason Ashworth, and Natalie Eganoff. Doing our birds outsiders thing on NBC Sports. Cause, Philadelphia. Because
1: obviously that's the time to be decided.
2: Because six o'clock. No, Sunday is six o'clock. Well, Deb, uh, we're, no, we're, in general. Oh, in, in general, it's you know, after post-game live. Yeah. Because, you know, because the Eagles games, the Eagles games switch up. But I know this Sunday, <laughs> week one, I know it's six o'clock. I know it's six o'clock. So <laughs> six o'clock, tune in. NBC Sports Philadelphia. Check us out. I will officially be. Outsiders.
1: The Mark from Mount Laurel, the Arson <laughs> Arnie of of, of of Birds Outsiders. I might create a, a shirt that says number one Birds Outsiders fan. And, and it's not Eagles Outsiders. Birds. It's
2: Birds Outsiders. Birds Outsiders. Please, if you tweet about it, use the hashtag. All right, like so there stuff. is a hashtag. Hashtag Birds Outsiders. <laughs> use it <laughs> on Twitter.
1: It, does it matter if I – do I need to I, – because I need to officially get it. Do I need to capitalize the O?
2: You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. Just hashtag Birds Outsiders. That's all, that's all we ask. Instagram. Facebook Twitter whatever your social media is Birds Outsiders because again we're gonna be a very interactive show we're gonna be reading tweets we're gonna if you got some fire tweets I will read them on the I will yes! promise you no, I'm gonna get them in by the way I'm it, gonna like, get them in. it hit me in my feels this morning when I was like going through
1: my uh cable box and I and I went to look at something and I saw my friend for a long time on my television saying I can DVR you
2: this is so it's so weird to I know. Me. no. It's so it's so weird I just
1: me. hope like I said you don't get all Ashley Banks on me. And, like, when you got that record deal <laughs> right. and, 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 like, you had, like, Jeffrey
2: the butler, like, carrying your water. Exactly. No, no, never that. I would not be there if it wasn't for... Literally, like, I was thinking, it's pro- we've probably done, like, a thousand hours in front of microphones together. Like, none of this... Like, I wouldn't be on birds outside. Near
1: near Ethernet? Cable? No, yeah. because, no. Like, all right. I know you're not a self-promoter, but give, like, because you sent a tweet out, like, who are some of the people that, 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 that got you... All oh this shoot. All right. I guess
2: I guess we're gonna since we're since we're gonna do this. Um, so it all started again. I guess we
1: like experiences. The the, right. the the public like experiences.
2: Yeah. So I guess I guess the the genesis of this probably came from. Um, well, I first linked up with what was then Comcast Sports Philadelphia based on the stuff that I did for Bleacher Report. I was a Sixers columnist for Bleacher Report. Um, Bleacher Report was trying to you know got little PR connections with CSN Philly. They said, hey, we got a columnist. He's in Philly. You know, if you guys can use him for a show or whatever. That's fine. So uh, somebody at CSN Philly said, hey, we do a show called Lunch Break with Rhea Hughes. You know, Rhea, would you like to talk to Roy? She said, sure. Had, you hand me in there. I guess I was good enough because they kept calling me back. So a bunch of people from there who oh, weren't yeah, even I there. What well,
1: what was that what what was that segment called?
2: Lunch break. Lunch break. Yeah, l- yeah. yeah so lunch I break. Love yeah, so, I love that. I love that. Yeah, lunch break was awesome. I was there like like Rhea, I I was there like dozens <laughs> you, of times. You
1: dip it out at like 10 30 or Oh yeah, dip
2: it out taking early lunches. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Yeah. So uh yeah, so Rhea had me out there for a bunch of times, but Rhea uh Aaron Talaznik, who's now with the Sixers, he's uh he was there. He was the uh producer of Lunch Break. Uh, Tom Finer, who I still believe is at, is at NBC Sports Philadelphia, he was there as well. Anyhow, between – I believe it was Tom who kind of forwarded my name to the guys here at uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia now saying, hey, if you guys are looking for you know a fan voice, here's this guy. So they brought me in, had a bunch of interviews, had a bunch of auditions, um, and it all worked out. But, no, thanks to everybody at NBC Sports Philadelphia – Again, people who aren't there anymore. Mark Farzetta, he's still there. Uh, John Gonzalez, I was on 700 level with him once, and I did lunch break with him once, I think. Um, A bunch of people. Everybody who let me ever write for a website. And besides, you you actually
1: have some of your... Your your Liberty Ballers brethren that that are that are coworkers again.
2: Yeah. So so back in the lab with, <laughs> with some of some of the brethren, James Clancy again. He's a writer for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, Kevin Rice he's he's work he works there uh, before he graduates from Temple this uh, this spring. So so a lot of Liberty Ballers connections um, at NBC Sports, but no, it is a lot of people. But I thank. think the moral of yeah. this
1: is is obviously you got to grind like and and not and don't expect a call and just be shocked as heck right. when the call comes. Right. But the networking part of, of media is- 1,000%. S- it, no, I, I I mean, just looking at you, it's like, I, I mean, like you, when you're a nice man, but I mean, like, like, it just helps to, like, talk to, like, literally, go on someone's pod, go mm-hmm. on lunch break, go on- Another you know, right for somebody's yeah. website.
2: I mean, you know, it's like just make make all these connections because, because again, like in this business, you know, as you know, it's like it's really a lot of is about who you know, yeah, and like uh, the connections you make. And so, you know, like I've tried to go. if, if People have invited me on their podcast. I've tried to go, or people invited me now because you know, like just you don't never you never know where these connections yes. lead. You never know where these people uh, lead, and and that's why you know when we have the media people. In here, that's well, why we're we meeting
1: people now. Well, I guess I. <laughs>
2: like, well, that's why we always talk about that. Like we have, yeah. you know, We've, you know, we've talked, you know, OJ Spivey We've had in here. We've had uh, Mark Parzetta and Shio Capati and Devon Gibbons and a bunch of people come through. And it's like, look, and Marshall Harris. And like look. And it's like tell, like let people know, like it's a grind. Like you got to work and work and work and make connections and network. And then someday, at some point, maybe a door opens up for you. And if the door opens up, then you got to walk through it. You know. So and this only helps other avenues. Like this helps.
1: The Brothers of Destruction podcast. Yes. If, if we want someone to be like, yo, I'm not some just schmo, exactly. Like, you. Exactly.
2: So now we can walk into <laughs> in rooms and people are like, oh, all right. So these guys got a little cachet. <laughs> this is what this look. All we want to do is go on XM So Chris can Chris curse. can get, get these curse words off. That's all we want to do. All, I'm not. I ain't asking for a lot. All right. I know
1: you don't <laughs> like self promotion, so let's do the four for
2: four. All right, four for four. Four stories we think you should be talking about. Jimmy Butler, the man whose T-shirt is hanging in my closet might have stayed for a max contract. He wanted a max deal. The Sixers didn't really want to give it to him, according to a report from Liberty Ballers. Now, this report backs up an earlier report from Woj and a report from Shams Charania. However, conversely, Kyle Newbeck and Tom Haverstrow say that the Sixers did offer him the deal, but Miami, uh, Miami, he basically wanted to go to Miami and play dominoes, which I completely understand. Now, I love Kyle. I love Tom. I'm going to defer, <laughs> I'm going to defer to Woj and Shams on this one, okay?
1: How many, like, ask yourself this question out loud. Yeah. How many times has Adrian Wojnarowski been wrong?
2: I can't remember one. I'm and, sure and, it's been.
1: And one, I don't think Woj is allowed to be wrong. You could, everybody No, can no, be. no, but, but like, with his high profile thing, you got to really limit, Like like, you got to, you gotta call 40 sources before you right. vet this and be like, yo, like, because you don't want this coming out two months, two well, three months later and be like, yeah, that that erroneous Woj report. Right. And that, I, that doesn't yeah. happen. And I
2: and I know what ESPN, like ESPN has to you have to have two tours, two sources. So I know Woj has to have two sources when he reports stuff. So I will defer to Woj, like you said, because I can't remember Woj being wrong on anything. Like, but no, all, but I all.
1: but I read that story and it was interesting that it it sounded like he didn't have he he or the players on the team didn't have an issue with him yeah it seemed like it was a clashing between the coaching staff which i saw well one he was already being difficult in december right. like at the infamous film study yes and if some if something like that leaks out there have to be 10 store 10 a in, uh, few instances that don't leak
2: out. Yeah, maybe maybe not to that same level, but you're right. Because there was in that in the story, the Liberty Baller story, uh, there was another report of an, another incident in January uh, during a team shoot around when Jimmy Butler was dealing with a wrist injury. So I don't know the particulars about that, but again, we had the film the film session in December, and now this situation in January. So, like you, like Chris said, like if, there's, if, if these are two things that we know about, there's probably six or seven things that may not be on this level that happen as well, and all that you know, you know, com- coming together probably would lead you know, Elton Brand and whoever, whoever makes the decisions for the Sixers to say, you know what, maybe we don't want to give this. But you five know years. what,
1: it all worked
2: out. It all worked out. No, like obviously,
1: out. we'd be feeling a whole lot different way if we didn't get Josh Richardson in the trade, right? Or we didn't get Al Horford, right? Like everything worked out the Sixers are awesome they're awesome in 2K which is very important to me it's important and Jimmy's happy yeah no like 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 he's hanging out with his uh friend of the week Tyler hero okay. I, I, I I mean I'm there are certain things I would like to get past Jimmy Butler the whole sixers Jimmy Butler <laughs> romance not romance it it just showed that like one Jimmy Butler said at, at his exit meeting. I am going to play for a max contract. Mm-hmm. And if you don't play for a max contract, you kind of look like you've lost some of your street cred yeah. if you don't get a max contract.
0: Right.
2: Um, you talk about things that you are past. Hopefully, Jay Z will soon get past what appears to be a very ugly <laughs> or, or, or not too clean relationship with the NFL. Uh, Jay Z and his Rock Nation have been criticized for his donation to a Chicago nonprofit group. Now, this group called the Crushers Club was set to receive, or is going to receive, $200,000 as part of the Inspired Change initiative with the NFL, um, you do a little deep dive, or not so deep dive, into the Crushers Club in Chicago. This is an organization that encouraged people to cut off their dreadlocks um, so they won't appear as threatening to the police. Uh, Tweeted, quote, all lives matter, and asked for President Trump's help to deal with the violence in Chicago. Now, if you're Jay-Z, and if you're Rock Nation, and again, according to them, they thoroughly vetted this this organization. I mean, this is only one of two organizations that's going to receive money as part of this four hundred thousand dollar grant. You got to do a little bit more legwork than this, right? Like this is just late. This is just lazy and sloppy, right?
1: See, I think that Jigga um, underestimated um, the, the power the power of the internet,
2: the,
1: <laughs> the Twitter police. Yeah, no, I think no. And one, Jay Z is. Probably a massive egomaniac. Sure. That says, I'm above, I'm above, like, I mean, I think that's why he kind of did this, is like, not many rappers, I mean, he didn't really get away with it, but if it were another, say this was Kanye West, Mm -hmm. we'd still be talking about this every day. So, but, uh, I don't know. No, but I think with Jay is like, he's actually done like very good things for, Mm -hmm. for the cause. And like, I, I, I mean, that's, that's the part I don't want. To get lost is like right. Like, please, no one, no, one, I'm not canceling Jay Z because like he's done tangible things, and I, I mean this is, I, I mean this just seems like a very uh, uh, def, the definition of conflict of interest mm-hmm. and and capitalizing on something, and right. it comes for me. The moral story is it all comes down to money. I I, I mean like I know people are like, oh, oh, Jay Z doesn't need the NFL's money. But it's a lot of money.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, I mean, like, yeah, when you have, I mean, as, as big as Jay Z is, I mean, and, and granted, Jay Z, I don't know how much his individual net worth is, but with him and his wife, they're billionaires. It's whatever. Yeah. But the NFL is thirty-two billionaires, and they have the power of the thirty-two billionaires behind them. And no matter how powerful Jay Z may be with Rock Nation, the NFL as a whole is a mono. You 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 know what's better than a lot
1: of power? More power. Exactly. And and, 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 it's, and sorry, we're having. Yeah. Friends like Bob Kraft. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's and I, I just don't want like I want to like like say that some of these owners are actually doing good for this cause. Bob mm-hmm. Kraft helped Meek Mill get out of jail. Right. He did like he's friends with Meek Mill. Right. I, I mean, so I don't want to just pigeonhole the NFL. And say yeah, they're just. They're just using this to like get away from the Kaepernick thing, right? A, a lot of it's true, yeah. but there <laughs> yeah. are owners right. that are that are try. I, I mean, but not every owner's Bob
2: craft, right? But and, and the thing is, it's just, a, it's just such a bad look for Jay Z. I mean, the NFL, I mean, think of think what you want, but the Jay Z, it's like you know, he says the whole infamous now we've moved past kneeling, and the only thing we've heard about him so far with this inspired change thing is that he's going to have a clothing line, he had a concert with uh Meek Mill and Megan Traynor. And now this grant to this organization that says all lives matter. I mean, this is, these are bad looks. Yes, yeah. these are bad looks. But I think in Jay Z's mind, this will all this
1: is part of the the, the regular news cycle. Yeah, that, like this like, will pass. That within seven weeks, Antonio Brown's going to do something crazy again. Yeah, like within and seven no, hours. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I mean that's why
2: when you said that's why when you said if Kanye did this, we'll be talking about it for days. Like we're not going to we're not talking about this tomorrow. The Jay Z thing. It's, I mean, we're only talking about it now because we didn't have it, no, a show no show this no, week. No, but like I, I think. It, it would have lasted
1: longer in the new cycle.
2: If Kanye did it? Yeah. But I think Kanye, I think everybody knows where Kanye is with this. <laughs> I mean, he's got the yeah, red hat. True. He's got the red hat. We, we know the vibes. All right, you know what's up. Uh, Jamel Hill says it's time for black athletes to leave white colleges. She wrote a piece uh, in the Atlantic magazine, which you can also read online. And she said that um, you know black men make up 55% of the football players in Power 5 conferences and 56% of the basketball players in the same conferences, so, you know, by and large, they're kind of largely responsible for the amount of money that these schools bring in. Maybe it's time to shift the balance of power a little bit and have those players, you know, decide to go to to HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges and Universities. This is very intriguing. I'm very intrigued by this because here's the thing. It only takes a few guys to kind of shift it because TV, like, the obviously, you know, everything in college sports is all about the money if you shift enough people to non-Power 5 schools, to HBCUs and, and things like that, the money's going to follow. Like if the like if R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson and Cam said, you know what, we're not going to go to Duke, we're going to go to Howard, right? All the eyes are going to be on them anyway. Like it's not going to be the same as it would have been if they just went to Duke. But there's the, the balance of power that would have shifted towards HBCUs and more players considering HBCUs and going forward, guys, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down, down the road would benefit from, I think I mean. Oh no, no, <laughs> like,
1: but like, this is not a if one guy comes, it immediately changes the game. No, I, no, I no. Mean, this you need is, a, you need a few guys. This is a couple decades of consistent incremental right. guys, right? And obviously, when I looked in the mirror, I wasn't a black guy. So, <laughs> uh, so I really, I mean, I don't really have like, like, like a legacy but. Isn't that a lot of pressure on an 18 year old kid to like? No, to, that's,
2: that's, what that's what I'm saying. It can't be one kid. Like, yeah. I can't, you can't just say Zion. If Zion Williamson go, goes to Howard, then he can kind of. Choose hey, Zion
1: Williamson, like 18 year old Zion Williamson just wants to slide in some DMs. Like, I well, don't that, know.
2: And, and but that's the thing. You're right. Like, like Zion Williamson doesn't is not thinking about the big picture, and 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 that's not fair to the kid. Right. Like, like that's fair. Yeah. That's no, fair.
1: I just like I don't know. Like, remember who these are. These are 18 year old kids. Mm-hmm. Black, white, or whatever, they're kids. Right. They want to play Fortnite. They want to, like, I like don't you know. Like,
2: you said, slide into DMs. Yeah,
1: like, they want to get into, like, bars with a fake ID. And most
2: importantly, they want to be on ESPN. Yeah, and yeah. they want the Nike deal. Like,
1: because right. I, I, I don't know the shoe contracts of these HB, but, like, I, I'm not wrong to say there's a lot of, there, there's not as much financial backing from these companies to HBCUs as there right. are to the Power Five.
2: No, no, absolutely right. And, and and no, I'm just intrigued by the idea because you know, as 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 uh, Jamel points out in the article, like of you take all the HBCUs endowments combined, combined all of them, and they make up less than ten yeah. percent of of Harvard's endowment. So there's a fiscal, a huge fiscal gap between the you know private white institutions, as they're called often, and the HBCUs. You could narrow that gap a little bit. If you had a lot of you, know, if you, had, you know, not just basketball players, football players, whoever had a lot of guys, you know, decide to, get it. but it, it's going to take a bunch of guys, and like you said, it's going to take a bunch of years. Yo, yeah, no, you know?
1: like, like this is one of those things where I don't like if this started now. Right. I would be. I'm almost forty. I wouldn't see this happen until I'm sixty. I
2: was probably until you're sixty. Like the the, the large the large the because large you just shift.
1: don't go from and, and this is. It's not even like a, like a, like a, if I want to go, it's a, this is strictly a dollars and cents thing. Mm -hmm. The endowment of an HBCU is maybe 50 million. Mm -hmm. Some of these schools have endowments of 500 million. Yeah. Yeah, It will take you 20 years to even get to like
2: three. Right. No, but I'm, but, but the thing is, like, now, like, like, your your endowments, you know, let's let's say it's fifty million dollars. Like, it's not going to go any. It's like, it's going to be fifty million dollars. Meanwhile, these other endowments are growing. Like, these Howard yeah. Harvard endowments are growing. I, I think it's a very interesting. I think it's a very interesting. By the way, this is a just is a sidebar. I yeah.
1: I respect Jamel Hill for making this career change because obviously, through all the stuff that she went through with mm-hmm. Trump and just, I think she was tired of sports. Like, just like writing about just sports. Right, right. Like, she wanted that that cultural race element in sports mm. and she's passionate about it because what i'm sick about is like this is sorry this is a rant is i'm sick of people that cover sports that seem absolutely miserable covering that sport yeah no you're like right. that is <laughs> there's a lot i'm not even gonna call sir but like there are a lot of people that work for certain networks like I'll say the nfl network that <laughs> that con, like that are constantly criticized i was like you work for the nfl right like right. if you don't like football that much Find something else to report on. Yeah. Like, and it shows on your reporting. Like, I don't know. Like, that was just something that just irks me about. Like, obviously, you like covering sports because you like sports. Right. And you like watching football. If you, you're you're not going to be on Flyers Outsiders, are you?
2: No, I, don't okay. think, I hope not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you're not, like. You're going like, to get all like, these, all these what, Tim Kerr takes. And, and I think that's why, like, it shows in Jamel's writing. is like she's passionate as yeah. heck about it. And it's like. I generally probably, like, I don't know, would have, like, not, I would have read it once and just, like, kind of, I read that article two or three times and Mm -hmm. was, like, and her writing's fantastic. Oh, she's a fantastic writer. But, I, I mean, like, that's when it shows when, like, when you feel something about a product, then you're just not, like. Oh, uh, like especially in sports writing, yeah. it's it's very you can, apparent. You can tell.
2: You can tell. Yeah, you can tell when people like again, like you know, my one of my favorite, maybe my favorite sports writer of all time, Dan Levitart. When Dan Levitart writes some things, and even when he says them on his, ra- his radio show and TV show, like you can feel the passion. Like you can feel that he's passionate about these certain things, and that, and that, and that's a very important thing. So yeah, please, Jamel Hill's article and another person that yeah.
1: like feels like is just passionate about what she covers is Mina Kimes. Like, I I mean, when you're like that nerdy about a certain, it's like, yo, I'm, I respect your passion for it. And Mm -hmm. it kind of, it come, it, it, it affects me that I want to listen to it because I'm learning
2: something. Hopefully Chris Engel will be able to listen to Mina Kimes or see Mina Kimes when he's hanging out at the sugar house lounge (laughs) at the Wells Fargo center this fall. There's going to be two lounges. They're currently in the process of building said lounges, two lounges, inside the wells fargo center no cash betting no kiosks but there will be sugar house employees on site telling patrons like chris domingo how to download the mobile betting app and get these bets in (laughs) there's going to be tvs with live sporting events and betting odds all over the place you can get you're your best. Stop,
1: you're stop complaining about the Ross Fargo Center or what?
2: You gonna? I don't know. Or maybe. I mean, we're getting, we're getting there because I heard the two hundred level is nice now.
1: It's awesome. You need, heard, no, like, no, no. One day we need to go to a
2: Sixers game. Yeah, we do. Go to,
1: and, and go to the two hundred level. They have a, a sweet butt bar. I, I mean, <laughs> like they, they have a they have this new like other than like this. I forget what the center is called. I mean, it's like you have to like actually go up to like. A set, and then right. they have an outdoor, like like on the concourse, of PJ Wheelhands, That's very nice. I mean, they're stepping up. They're stepping their game up. Uh, and, and full and disclosure, I know the guy who, who's running that project, so so oh, I really? might be biased. Oh,
2: shout, shout out! No, I was I, I actually walked through that the first level of the thing, and look, I, I see it coming along. It looks really nice. The Sugar House uh, lounges. Sugar House is now the official sports book of the Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> So when you're at your Sixers game or when you're at your Flyers game now, you can head. Well, you don't have to go to the, to the lounge. I mean, do. you can go to Sugar House Casino Lounge again and get your bets on because they will teach you how to, bet, how to bet. They're just taking your money, fam. Are we just <laughs> in that era now? Yes, yeah, it's that time. We are the official. Well, now that the gambler is here, we are the second official um, bet, betting show on. on no, the- no, <laughs> I
1: mean like if if you're not if you're not opening uh, an arena. A sports bar and not factoring that gambling element in. Don't even bother. You're 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 you're, you're, like you are missing out. And and when I was slow to seeing the economic and just the like the value, the monetary value of this, but I saw that in 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 states where betting is legal, like Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. shout out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yes sir, for a game that didn't involve the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm -hmm. that Thursday night slot fest. Ratings were up twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Why? I uh, oh no you know, you no know, no you, I know, you know, know why, why.
2: But it's gambling. You know why? You know you you know the deal. And like we already said, like Jersey had a month where they outdrew Las Vegas in sports betting. Like, you know you know how it is. So hey, this is just the start. I mean, like the false is turned on now in PA. We're gonna see a lot. more. And by sports. the
1: way, this is this is good. Like this is gonna I think change the reputation of sugar house because yeah. for this. People were like, I don't want to go to Sugar House. Casino. Yeah. Ugh.
2: But yeah. now I'm like, let me download the Sugar House app. Get the Sugar House app. All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to do our game-by-game game predictions because that's what we do on the show. And most importantly, it's time for the 2019 Chris Domingo Statistical Projections. You're listening to The Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> will Welcome back to the Broad Street Line alongside Chris Domingo. I am Roy Burton. Segment number two of the show. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. Game day is again less than twenty-seven hours away. We got to do it. Game by, the by way, game prediction. Game
1: day will start a lot earlier for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> lots
2: open at six thirty. <laughs>
1: by the way, you might want to um, get 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 your day to the sports complex a little early because. People are starting early. Like, no, yeah. there will be people that be, will be waiting for 6 o'clock to come in yeah. their car.
2: Yeah, people Yeah, people line up in their cars. <laughs> They're out on, broad, I guess, Broad Street. They're, like, in their cars, lined up, waiting <laughs> to get into the Lots before they open. The Lots open at 6.30 for 1 o'clock games, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, if you want to get down there early, there will be plenty of people down there with you at 6.30. All right, it's time now for our game-by-game predictions. We're going to run it down the schedule. Once again, we did this when the schedule first came out. But now we know the 53. Now we have an idea of what to expect.
1: Josh Adams of this is not season. On
2: the Josh Adams not on the fifty-three. Wendell Smallwood not on this fifty-three. Snitch. He's on a different fifty-three. All right, Eagles game by game prediction. Let's do first week oh, by tomorrow. The way, your yes.
1: Favorite Clayton Thorson not on the
2: team. Clayton Thorson not on the team. I am shocked. Clayton Thorson not on the team. All right, game by game. Wendell Smallwood's Redskins here at uh, the link. I was going to say Wells Fargo at the link. Who you got? Eagles win this. We're not even talking. This is. I know, like, this is
1: They, um, this is going to not be good for the Redskins. Like, I, I mean, they're starting Eric Flowers. They're starting a left <laughs> tackle because Trent Williams isn't. Playing. <laughs> Has and, anyone figured out if he's going to play at all? I don't think so. Um, Donald Penn, they signed him last week. He's going to be a left tackle. This is a good test for this Eagles defensive line because mm-hmm. if you can't eat against this, then the concern meter goes up a little
2: bit. Yeah, let's make this an, a, a a brief Eagles Redskins preview. You have Donald Penn, and you have Eric Flowers. And Case Keenum. and Well, no, I'm just saying, just those two guys lined up against Malik Jackson and Derek Barnett, who's healthy. If Malik Jackson and Derek Barnett do not eat against the Redskins, then you have to have concerns about both of those guys. Because this is, this is a game where they should be in the backfield a lot. Yeah. A lot. And like you said, Case Keenum, six team in six years. Everybody says, well, he was a quarterback of the Vikings. Yeah, but okay, fine. There's a reason why this man has been on six teams in six years, all right? He could have stayed with Denver. Right? No
1: receivers.
2: No no receivers. I
1: mean I don't want to disregard that defense is pretty good. That defense is good. Yeah, like like that's why
2: Best safety in the game. You <laughs> and, know.
1: and 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 Ryan Kerrigan is always it always gives the Eagles fits. Yeah. I think he might be the best defensive end that plays against eagles consistently
2: yeah yeah he's a yeah he's a he's a eagles killer and of course you have josh norman uh matt ionitis from temple shout out to him there's a they're a really good defense like i don't want to completely discount them i don't i don't see that's the thing i'm really concerned because i don't know if the eagles are going to blow them out oh no i I just don't think the redskins can score
1: i think my, my 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 official score prediction is
2: 24 to 9 Twenty four to nine. Okay, I, I can see that. I can see that. Twenty four to nine. That gives you the under, but Eagles plus Eagles you know, e- No, like
1: you will see this Eagles offense be a little rusty. I like and I, I think we saw it in game one. Mm-hmm. If you don't have preseason, you will you will have a little bit of growing pains.
2: Yeah, you, well, you, you should. Although, last year, we didn't see, see that a lot because I don't think Jared Goff played last year either and the Rams put up like 30-something points. But yeah, you saw Mitchell Trubisky got three snaps in the preseason. Aaron Rodgers got none and he looked like it on, on Thursday.
1: And, and also, but I also got to factor in, Carson hasn't played since what,
2: November? Hasn't played since November. Yeah, hasn't, hasn't <clears throat> played since since that game. Um, speaking of injuries, Camu Grugier-Hill, Nate Sutherfield, and Jordan Milata all out. No surprises. Brandon Brooks ready to go, man. Brandon Brooks being ready to go from an Achilles in the game one is so wild to me, man. Is, this is wild. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but is
1: is he rushing a little bit?
2: If they, if he has no injury designation, I That's guess. That's amazing. He, I guess the answer is no. He if the doctors eight, clear well, what, you,
1: I don't know. Well, the body issue. These guys aren't your run of the mill offensive linemen. These guys are jacked. Like yeah.
2: these guys have have abs. Yeah, they have definition. Like Lane, <laughs> like Lane Johnson has ab definition. Like, yes, like these aren't like your old yo. Fat guys, right? Fat, you know. No, dif- no offense, fat, sloppy guys. Yeah. you know, whatever. You know, these are like again. Chris is talking about the ESPN the body issue where the Eagles' offensive line sands Jason Peters uh, when when uh, went out outside the link and kind of sh- showed off everything. Um, <laughs> but no, but these are these are guys and these are guys in shape and people and people and that's the good thing about the body issue because it kind of like breaks down a lot of the stereotypes when it comes to um, athletes and their bodies and things like that. All offensive linemen are like offensive linemen by and large are in pretty good shape. Like now, yeah, like they are in pretty good. Like again, this isn't the Nate Newton era. You don't right?
1: need like you need to be in good shape if you're trying to keep up with a running back, right? And trying if, if you're trying to follow the guy on a pull,
2: right? You can't be slow. Exactly. So yeah. So shout out to the Eagles for for bearing their souls and everything else <laughs> uh, in that body issue. But Eagles win week one against the Redskins. Week two. At Atlanta Sunday night, that's a loss. I think that's a loss. I think I think that's a loss. I'm a little bit. Well, one,
1: we don't even know Julio Jones, but at least Julio isn't going on YouTube.
2: But Julio Jones, what?
1: Oh no! Like, there's a chance Julio Jones isn't going to play this this week.
2: Oh really? He's hurt? No contract. Oh, is he? Oh, he's still mad about that? Yeah. I I thought he was well. No, no.
1: Like they still don't know. He obviously needs to get a deal like today, right? Uh,
2: Well. I guess. <laughs> I guess. So, all right. So, we got a loss for them down in Atlanta. Next week, back here at home versus the Lions. Wait. That's a dub. We're not even going to discuss Jesus. that. Some of these we don't even need to discuss. Thursday night, short week on the road at Green Bay. That's a loss. I think that's a loss, too. Here's the thing it's like the Eagles, like we have a lot, you know, we think of, you know, butterflies and rainbows when we talk about the Eagles. I think there's a very good chance this team starts two and two. Hey, no. I, I think people
1: underestimated because people talked about that stretch in the middle. That's tough. Right. And it's tough.
2: It's a tough stretch, but the stretch at the end is cake. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like
1: you need to, you need to clean up. You need to like take all your sins from like I don't know the first and and then just repent. And you should be you should be going into the playoffs with a five game winning streak.
2: So after the short week in Green Bay, they come back home and play the New York Football Jets. Oh <laughs> win. That's a dub. There again, don't need to discuss that. After that, three straight on the road. First one up in Minneapolis to face the Vikings.
1: I think they win that game.
2: I think they win that game as well. I have them down as a win. that would put them at four. We both have them at four and three. So so far, we were in lockstep. After, Wait, no four and two. Uh, four and I'm sorry, four and two. After that, week seven. They head down to Big D to face uh, Zeke, who just got paid, Dak, who might be paid by that point, um, Amari Cooper, who probably won't be paid at that point, and the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Oh, and Lyle, Lyle Collins.
2: And Lyle Collins, and right. by- Byron Jones. And they got to pay a lot of guys, man. No, no.
1: no, no the thing is, they're not going to pay all those Well, ones. they won't. No, they won't. Yeah. Um, that's a loss.
2: Yeah, see, I see how they think that's a loss. Yeah, at Dallas, it's not a great spot for, for the Eagles down there. Uh, week eight, I'm going to talk about this, is at Buffalo. I mean, unless. There's a, an early winter storm. They should destroy the Buffalo Bills, right? Yes. I'm not worried about that. All right.
1: So we're five and three after eight games.
2: Five and three after eight games. Nine game nine heading into the bye. Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. Eagles. So Eagles win the game. Let me think about this for a second.
1: Mitchell Trubisky's terrible. He's terrible. And and I saw this. He's terrible. He's terrible. You know that the, that the Chicago Bears last year had 27 interceptions.
2: Yeah, 27. I didn't know you had 27. UK,
1: that's unsustainable. No,
2: absolutely not sustainable. Yeah, 27. 27 isn't, yeah. 27 is, is unsustainable. I think the Eagles last year had like 19 turnovers, like all together, 17, something Yeah, something no, like,
1: like there's going to be some.
2: There's flows. So
1: There's going to be some progression or regression for a lot of teams. I yeah. think the Eagles are going to progress with the turnover. I think it was 17. And, yeah. and overall offense. I think they're going to regress with the pass rush.
2: In terms of number of sacks. Yes. Yeah, you probably had forty
1: four sacks last year. Yeah. And I will tell you how many sacks.
2: Ooh, all right. That's coming up. All right. We have to buy week. The Eagles get the rest up because they have a big one. November 17th at the link, 425. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots.
1: Oh God. You know what? Hit me. They win that game.
2: Really? Yes. Really. All right. This is the first time we disagree on this one. Because I think an L is coming. So,
1: so, y- so I think I have them at six and. Th- you have no.
2: them at six and six and I'm sorry, that was weak. That was the tenth. So six and four. You have six oh, and four.
1: Oh no, but they had they had to four. buy. So I had One, them at six and three. Two. You have them at five and four.
2: No, because that was that's the tenth game.
1: Oh, oh, okay, yeah. all right. So I have them at seven and three.
2: Or you have six and four. Oh, six and four. Yeah, you have six and four because you have the Patriots. You have the Cowboys. Oh no, wait, no. Falcons yeah, Falcons and Packers. Right. So yeah, six and four, right?
1: Oh no, I have them beating the Patriots.
2: Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So you have them seven to three. So yes. you have them seven to three. I'm a six and four. Okay. So six and four. I'm trying to keep this up, but I, we the W's and L's, they all <laughs> run together. It's hard to see. Uh Seahawks at home Sunday night. I think they lose that game. I think they lose that game too. I think they have a two game losing what? streak. I think they lose two in a row, man. I think they I really think they do. Um after that, again. And let me just say this like for the record, like af- after that Bills game, after that October twenty seventh Bills game. They only get on a plane one more time and that's to go down to play the <laughs> Dolphins in uh the first week of December. And that's
1: big. That's
2: big. You only get on a plane once. You got a bunch of home games. You, Do go you like at flying? Washington. Why well, I don't mind it, but I mean like I don't like flying and playing football no, games. No, but aren't
1: you tired after a flight?
2: Yes, there's jet lag. <laughs> and, and again, like there's and the Dolphins game is again, it's in this time zone, so it's not the worst flight You're in the less world.
1: tired if you have to take a train. Exactly. To to Whatever city that is in New Jersey. Yeah,
2: you have MetLife, Metuchen, wherever you get <laughs> off the train. And then you go down to D.C. to play the Redskins. You have two train rides, a whole bunch of home games, and one flight to Miami to to stomp on the Dolphins, who should, who should be done by that point, I would imagine, right? You
1: could take AIM track to Miami and still win that game. Yeah,
2: you should stomp on Josh Rosen, Rosen by that point <laughs> and, and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Monday night, the New York football Giants here. A win. That's a win you as know well. The,
1: you know the, the Giants, the Eagles have... Beaten the Giants nine out of ten times.
2: I know it's a lot. I know it's nine out of and, ten. And
1: and if you take it further, twelve out of sixteen times.
2: Yes, that yeah. They they pretty much on the Giants in recent memory. Now we have the Redskins again. Short win. week at the Redskins though. Win. That's a win. Yeah, I'm not even. I ain't tripping about that. Dwayne
1: Haskins will be playing at that yep. point. Yep. You always you always have that 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 Fletch Big Eye meme yeah. when, when when you see a rookie quarterback. Yep. So yeah, win.
2: Cowboys here, four twenty-five. That's a win. I think that's a win. That yeah. has to be a win. Yeah, I think that's. A, I think that that's a would win. be for me. They split with the Cowboys.
1: That will be the ultimate litmus test on if this team, because in my opinion, I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two best teams in the NFC.
2: Ooh, I like. Ooh, a little spicy there. We'll talk about that as well.
1: I, I mean, I don't want to be that guy that gets hate mail. I, I, I think the Cowboys are really good.
2: Okay, not they are. <laughs> I mean, they, they really are. Finally. In a game that may determine playoff positioning for a couple of teams, Eagles at Giants, December 29th, to close out the regular My season. My birthday. Your birthday. Yeah, your birthday. Is Chris Domingo going to make the trip up to MetLife for this? I
1: might. Um. That's a win. I have them at twelve and four.
2: You have them eleven and five.
1: I, I, I a lot like a lot of. I, I think eleven and five is the proverbial like like super circuit in my head i would probably change one of those games and say they're 11 and f- okay
2: there's always a ga- there's always a goofy game somewhere in there yeah no
1: yeah no there is so yeah. i'm gonna say 12 and 4 but with the with, with the liberty to change it to 11 and 5 and that for me will be that won't you won't i don't think you'll get a buy
2: that's well we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that in a second we do our nfl predictions it's time now for oh, our man. statistical projections. It is time again, the 15th annual. Chris Domingo, statistical projections, sure to go wrong. Lay it on me, okay. brother. Uh, this all is right. what we're here, this all right. here for. The right. floor is yours. All
1: right. The quarterback's more important, uh, the, the, the most important one. Yes. Carson Wentz, the, the GP, games played
2: Uh-oh. 15. 15. All right. That's good. That's all I need.
1: 382 completions. Okay. 562 562 attempts mm-hmm. at a 68 completion percentage. That's nice. So yeah, like so he was at 70. I, I think he progresses a little bit, but yeah, 68% you know. still good. Yeah. 4259 yards. Mm. That's around I had no idea he threw for that many yards like Man, Carson Wentz did not have a bad season that's last what year. So I'm talking about
2: 21 and 7, had a 102.2 quarterback rating. Then I mean, he was that all ara-
1: right. That averages around 280 something yards a game. That's that's, that's fairly reasonable. That's oh, no, reasonable. Sorry, 284 yards a game.
2: That's reasonable. Okay. Thirty
1: one touchdowns.
2: Okay. Eleven. Eleven picks. There you Look go. At so, that. Look say, at that. Say, and and go. then
1: and then the one mop up game, Josh McCown, two hundred and ten yards. Two touchdowns and a pick, so that's thirty-three total touchdowns and twelve interceptions.
2: Oh, so you're throwing Josh McCown in that in yes. that Giants game? You're throwing the. Because, di- no, well,
1: I, I need to because I need to reconcile.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I didn't know Carson was playing all sixteen no, or a judge. No, okay. No. All right.
1: Let, once again, this is like Ben Simmons shooting threes. Is he going to make eight hundred? Is he going to make thirty? No. Right. Will he make twelve? Sure.
2: Hope. Maybe.
1: Yeah. So all, all right. right, rushing. I had to after. Uh, Howie Rosen made Jordan Howard walk the track, like, the entire uh, preseason for (laughs) getting traded. I had to change this a little bit. All right. The leader in rushing this year will be Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, okay. 145. Oh, by the way, like, with 4,469 passing yards, we'll put the Eagles around, like, in the top seven or eight in passing. Probably about right. Okay. So, Miles Sanders, 145 rushing attempts for 650 yards. That's a 4.48 clip. Okay. Six touchdowns. All right. Jordan Howard, he's going to just fall down. Uh, uh, and, and, and <laughs> yards. 140 attempts for 570 yards. Ooh. That's 4.09 yards per attempt. Okay. And five touchdowns. He Like, I ask, can he fill that LeGarrette blunt 2017? I think that's
2: all you need. I think that's all you need. You need him okay. to be LeGarrette Blunt. I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Corey Clement. 98 carries for 460. That's a 47. Like he's gonna be your. Oh, so Corey of Clement's gonna get
2: some get some touches. Yeah. Okay. No, all like
1: right. I I think he'll get more touches than I originally thought. Three touchdowns. Darren Sproles, 28 carries, 140, and two touchdowns. Like he'll find a way to get like a like a like an outside pitch or like something like that. And he's gonna bust along with. Yeah. Okay. And then other 20 and one. So that's 1880 yards. And 17 touchdowns. So where does that
2: put them? That
1: that's at 117 yards a game. That would put them top 12, 13.
2: Okay, all right.
1: See, I, see, I've these I've, are reasonable I've, numbers. I've gotten better over these time are reasonable because, numbers. No, I, I need to see what because man, a lot of teams still do run the ball. Like the Raven, well, the Ravens, all they do is uh, run the yeah, ball. I yeah. think they averaged 130 yards a game last year. All right, let's go to the passers. We had 400 completions out of the quarterbacks, and we're yeah. 400 receptions. Okay. Zach Ertz, the leader, seventy six catches, eight eighty two. I have no idea how the heck I got to eight eighty two and seven touchdowns. So it
2: goes from one sixteen to seventy six because we're spreading the ball around a yes. little bit. Okay.
1: He'll still be the the main dude in the red zone. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, he's yeah. he's a real good he's a real good tight end. Alshon Jeffrey, sixty six catches for seven ninety six and six.
2: Okay, that, those are good, good numbers. All right. I like that.
1: Nelson Aguilar, sixty three catches. 736,
2: and 4. I, I like that number too. All right.
1: Deshaun Jackson, 51 catches, 700 yards, and 5 touchdowns.
2: Okay. All right. Dallas Goddard. So, guys, guys, there are, all these guys are pretty much in the same yardage. Like <laughs> because bucket. I just
1: don't see one big guy eating.
2: No, I, I agree. I agree.
1: I, I think one week it will be. One guy who gets the, the man of the time. Yeah, like,
2: like like Alshon's gonna have his weeks. Like uh, Decker's gonna have his weeks. And every now and then, Deshaun'll show out. But No, no, yeah, yeah, right.
1: no, like and Deshaun won't average 18 yards a catch. I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah. But I think he'll. He's always good for a 14, 15 yard per catch season. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why it wouldn't happen here. This is a guy I think that t- takes the leap. I don't. I don't think it's a leap. Dallas got 43 for 445 and four touchdowns.
2: Okay. All right. I
1: mean, it was a little. That's
2: a little incremental improvement, but okay.
1: Yep. Corey Clement will be, I think, the best Eagles pass catcher. 30 for 270 and two. Really? Yes. Okay. Miles, 22, 180 and one. Sproles, seven, 140 and two. Okay. J.J. Orsega-Whiteside, 16 for 202.
2: That's probably about all right. No, all t- right. No touches? No
1: touches? Uh, oh, no. Uh, two touchdowns. Okay. All right. So, we have 33 receiving touchdowns. hmm And that, I, I mean, man, we're really expecting a lot from, all from this offense. A lot.
2: Wait, I thought you – oh, no, because you had McCown with two touchdowns. Okay, so 33. Got yeah. it. I'm just making sure I reconcile. i sorry.
1: <laughs> See, you're just checking my work paper. All right. No, all, right so, <laughs> all right. So, defense. Last year, the Eagles had, I think, 44 sacks. And I think they take – because I don't trust – I forgot – how good Michael Bennett and Chris Long were last year. Yeah, very, they they, they were they very good. They combined for 13 sacks. Chris
2: Long was always around the football last year. And
1: Michael Bennett was the best pass rusher the Eagles had.
2: With his little shoulder pads, yeah. yes.
1: So I don't know I don't know how they make up for those thirteen. I, I don't uh but Fletcher Cox will lead the team with nine and a half. Okay. Derek Barnett. Seven and a half. I okay. don't know if that's good for a first rounder. Uh,
2: it's fine. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Brandon Graham, six and a half.
2: Ugh, that's not good for. But well, he's getting paid.
1: Yeah, but but he's never. He he's a look past the numbers guy. He had four sacks last year. Oh, no, I, I no, I yeah. know. I understand.
2: I'm just saying. Like, if I'm paying this guy that much money to get six and a half sacks, I'm. Do
1: you slightly like? I know he's a good locker room guy. I get it.
2: Oh, Brandon Graham. Yeah. Do no, you? no, no, no. It's oh, fine. Okay. No.
1: All right, Malik Jackson. Four sacks. I mean, he's not a like I mean, he's the more pass rushy of Jernigan. him and Jernigan. Jernigan True. doesn't. He's a he, Jernigan's a run stuffer. Yeah. So Vinnie Curry, three sacks. Tim Jernigan, two and a half. Bradham, two and a half. Secondary.
2: Hey, no, 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 nobody else. No Deshaun Hall.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Deshaun Hall, the surprise, three and a half.
2: Okay. What about Sweaty J? Who? Sweaty
1: J. Don't 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 have you him. You know his name? On. You know the you know, you no, know the Don't vibes. have him on here. Oh, wow. So I, I have a total of 41 and a half
2: sacks. Okay. 41, so yeah, 44 last year. Well, you, you can't have half a sack. You can't do halves. Oh, sorry. You did this before. You did this one other year, remember? Uh,
1: or 41. You got to round it off. All right, so I'll take away the Avante Maddox half sack. All right, no half sack for Avante Maddox. Right. So, but I think what they will increase are the interceptions. They only they had have ten, to. They only had 10 interceptions yeah, last year. They have to. And I forgot Darby was out for darn near the whole year. Right. Um,
2: they played you, 10 cornerbacks. By the way,
1: you know Sidney Jones still doesn't have an interception in his career? You don't have one?
2: No. Yeah, jeez.
1: <laughs> this ends this year. Oh, he's going to start. For, for the grace of God, okay. Le- leading the team, co-leaders, Rasul Douglas, somehow he gets interceptions, even though he doesn't play. Yeah, right. Rasul with three, Darby <laughs> with three, with two, Avante Maddox and Sidney Jones, and then your cast of characters with one, Jenkins, Camu, McLeod. And the rando line, and and the and I literally have it. The rando defensive end.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna get one from sweaty J.
1: So fourteen, that kind of puts you in like the top ten. I don't think this is a good. I don't think this is a great defense. That might I even
2: think. Be, that might even be too high because they never get interceptions. No, I, it'll be, but it has to be higher than last year. Because well, can...
1: no, but for me, I think that they're gonna have the lead a lot,
2: mm-hmm. which and, means teams pass a lot,
1: and and then you yeah. are gonna have more opportunities to, to get, get like a deflection. Right, right, right. Like
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a good point. I still, and you know, what, that, you know, what, that's a very good point because last year they did not have the lead a lot. No, <laughs> so therefore, no.
1: I, I mean, once again, this is the third level thinking that yeah. th- 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 that I put in after I uh, finish a game of math. I, I just the more you break down the numbers, and people want to talk about this defense they got, but do they have enough playmakers? Right. And for me, that's to be decided.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, the answer is probably well enough. Sure. I'd like more
1: because Playmakers. I don't know, and and this is not because he anything he says on Twitter is literally the like the most nuanced answer to anything. Right, Chris Long was a playmaker. Yeah, for the two years yes. he was here, yes, he might have not been consistent. Right, but when he made play, but but when he made a play, it was a big. Play. It
2: mattered right. when
1: he stri- like I forget he stripped Jared Goff in that Rams game when they were right. like about to beat the Eagles. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, the Keenum thing, right. and, and like he's always. And and he's always good at stripping the ball.
2: He's stripping the ball, and the one that he had that, the play where he just forgot that he stripped the ball. He was celebrating, didn't <laughs> even see it. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, but I, I mean, I think they're gonna miss Chris Law more than I thought they because I mm-hmm. just thought I just saw oh Chris Law, this rotational guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, but those twelve to fifteen plays, like those plays, like who three, makes three or four plays a game? Like those are important plays. Dudes,
1: the, who makes those three or four plays?
2: I think it's going to be a combination of Deshaun Hall and. Uh, some player to be named later. Like, Gosh, I'm not when? sure. Shreve yeah, I, I can't. Maybe sh- uh, I don't know. I don't know if gonna get a lot of run. I think he's gonna be deactivated a lot. But uh, um, no. But, but yeah, like, it's gotta be gotta be those guys.
1: I I understand there was a fine line between wanting to trade for Jadavian and Clowney and yo I that's why this game is important. This is a, an eye test for this defensive line.
2: No, you're you're absolutely right. Are we? We have like. Three minutes left, Done. maybe. All right, really quick. Give me like 30 seconds on this whole Antonio Brown the Brown situation.
1: I don't have any more words. I'm, no, like, I am – I'm tired of Antonio Brown.
2: Done. I think we all are. I think we all are. So is Mike Mayock. So is John Gruden.
1: By the way, like, if you got your dream job, and, and for most draft NFL analysts, a general manager is your dream job, mm-hmm. would you – would you redo this if you were Mike Mayock?
2: Would you not do this? Yes. No, cuz you can you can walk away from this and and look pretty clean. Does Antonio Brown thing? like you can cut him now and then like nobody's going to blame you. So this is this is nice. Could
1: is, you imagine going to work every day if you're Mike Mayock?
2: Yeah. I mean, well, no. But I mean, like if you're Mike Mayock and you cut ties with Antonio Brown right now and let it go and just be a regular <laughs> regular GM, I think you can get past it.
1: I this. understand that like Gruden was like the end all be all. Right. But he's treating Mike Mayock like a total Loser. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like from this week, it's it looks like Mike Mack has no say. Yeah, I about to
2: say like it looks like Antonio Brown. Well, until now, could do whatever he wanted to because like John Gruden would let him do whatever he wanted to. So it's a very weird situation. All right, really quick, uh, we won't do division winners. Although we do both think that the Eagles will win the NFC East. Well, do you? Let me make it. Let me say. I do. Let me. All right. So who comes out of the AFC and the NFC? All right. I'm Just gonna, give me your conference champions.
1: All right. I'm gonna say the AFC will be. The New England Patriots, okay, uh, with Josh Gordon because I'm because I'm all in. He's back. Is You're come, back, now. Comeback Player of the Year. Hit me. Now and you then, believe. And then, after a thrilling 30 to 27 win at the link mm-hmm. over the Dallas Cowboys, here we go. The Philadelphia Eagles will face the New England Patriots in the rubber match.
2: We're getting it again. We're Eagles, it.
1: Pats, three.
2: All right. So I have. The Eagles winning the NFC title. They will win the NFC title game on the road because, like you said, I don't know if they'll have the best record in the NFC. But they will go on a road and beat the New Orleans Saints. And the AFC, Big Red gets to a Super Bowl, ladies so and gentlemen. So we're
1: going to get Eagles Chiefs. Eagles
2: Chiefs, ladies and gentlemen. My Super Bowl LIV champion in Miami. Give it up for Big Red and the Chiefs.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So he finally does
2: He does it. He finally does it. <laughs> you know
1: it. what? If the Eagles don't win a Super Bowl, that for me is like the second best.
2: But I'm yeah, sure. but they beat the Eagles though. That's
1: no, just... oh, 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 no, I'll I'll be cursing Andrew for like three weeks for. But once I get over that heartbreak, I'll be like, okay, it's cool. All
2: right, we got thirty seconds. Who you got?
1: Oh, oh no, I have,
2: I have. Who the, wins?
1: Oh, oh, oh wow! Who wins? I wasn't okay. Carson wins. Finally gets the Steve Young sized monkey off of his back. (laughs) He has Isaac Samalu take the monkey off of his back because he stopped eating pizza and stopped eating uh, roasted ham and turkey. God, why? No, because like someone went into like he went to like he changed his diet so. And Carson wants... We're to we'll, go, yeah. Oh, we'll be the <laughs> MVP.
2: <laughs> Carson <laughs> wants MVP. We are out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Excuse me. We'll be back next Saturday, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Yeah.